Hello, welcome to Recapping with Delora and Ashley. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Recapping Podcast. Also, comment, rate, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. We're on all the things. We would love to hear your ratings of the movies and shows we review. Email us your audio file to recappingpodcast at gmail.com and we will play it during the show. Or DM us on Instagram and we will post and read it on air. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you. And we're back, Delora. So it is time to recap for a new week, Resort to Love on Netflix. Yes. Dropped on July 29th, currently number nine in Netflix's top 10 in the U.S. at the date that we're recording, guys. Don't hold me to that if it is no longer there. (laughs) Quick summary. (laughs) Really from a broken heart and career meltdown, a singer takes a gig at a swanky island resort where her ex-fiance happens to be getting married. Director of this, Delora, is Stephen Shushita. And I had to Google him. He has directed on some well-known titles, such as... A lot of shows we like to watch. Yes. One of our recaps, Cobra Kai. Check that out. Yes, yes, Younger, yes. which we microdose. Yes, yes, Dear yes. White People and Gronish, just to name a few. Miss mm-hmm. Alicia Keys serves as a producer on this with her company, AK Worldwide. Mm-hmm. And this beautiful scenery was filmed on location on the East African island of Mauritius, which I read an article article, or was it in the movie that Mauritius rhymes with delicious? And I was like, that makes sense because everything about this movie was delicious for me. Amazing. From Caleb's abs to, uh, you know, (laughs) some of the, some of the water to, uh, Oh, dude! I mean, coming correct. In Caleb's this abs is the top three <laughs> reasons why I wanted to recap this film. Let's get into this cast real quick. We have Christina Milian as Miss Erica, our main character. We have me if you want to reach me. <laughs> we have Jay Farrow as Jason. We have oh, Sinqua Walls as Caleb. We have Timberly Hill as Amber. He's a star. He's okay. gorgeous. We have Girl. Christiani Pitts as Beverly. We have Karen Obilom as Janelle. We have Alexander Hodge, aka Asian Bay Andrew, for insecure mm-hmm. fans out there. Mm-hmm. He plays Christian. We have TJ Power as Barrington. We have Gerald Prescott as Naomi. And we have Sylvain Strike as Claire. Reviews, Delora. Rotten Tomatoes, 50% critic score, 32% audience score. I could not find Google user score for this one. But now that we've watched Resort to Love, darling, give me your grade. All right, Ashley. I'm going to say a lot of what I have to say after the spoiler alert. But what I'm going to give this movie is a C-. minus. Okay. Um, this is just a glorified hallmark movie and it's just a little bit better (laughs) a little bit better in terms of like the actors and um even the location the fact that they were able to shoot there and not do a bunch of green screen was pretty wonderful during COVID Um, Mm -hmm. but this this movie gets a c minus how about you 
It gets a C, so we're in the same ballpark. I came for the ease of a light summer rom-com and stayed for those views, like I said, of both the island and Caleb's abs. I will say I struggled throughout the film to take Jay Farrell seriously as a love interest. Good for you. Say spoiler alert, because I have a lot of things well, to say. <laughs> that's that's not really a spoiler alert, because he's seen in, in the clip. If you even just hinted on Netflix you know Jay Farrell's in this film and it's just a little no, tough no, no. it's a little tough no no, no. but agree. but I'm glad that he's trying <laughs> to expand his horizons right but I I mm-hmm. really enjoy Christina Milian in this like she had me laughing out loud at certain mm-hmm. scenes in the movie so mm-hmm. you know overall light airy nice little summertime black love rom-com vibes out here on an island it gets a C for enjoyability for me all right mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, officially. Let's get into the recap. So to start Mm -hmm. the film, Delora, we meet our main character, Erica, on the brink of her big break as a singer with a cameo on a major artist record, Creed. But unfortunately, he destroys it at his album release due to a leak online of one of his tracks. I had three thoughts to start this film, Delora. First of all, I need an amber in my life that can whip me up a top real quick from a dress. Exactly. I can't remember the last time I had heard Christina Christina Milian sing. Oh, this whole show was like a passion project for her to be like, hey, I'm still a singer. Seriously. (laughs) Because I was like, hold on. When was the last time she dropped something? And then my third thought was yet again, someone reminding me of Kanye with Kareem's behavior. You know, he gave me a mixture of Kanye and Drake vibes for sure. The light-skinnedness, I could definitely see Of course, (laughs) of course. What were your thoughts to start, Delora? All right, my initial thoughts. I love Christina Milian in Roncons. Like, I love that she's the Afro-Latina equivalent of Candace Cameron Bure. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I'm here for it. I loved her in Falling In, where (laughs) the sexy guy from Sex Life, check out that recap, stars in with her. I am, as I mentioned I had to say the spoiler alert because I loved her in Falling In because she had a great looking co-star because that's what makes rom-coms fun. But with her being with Jay, Jay was so bad, Ashley. <laughs> I, I told Dave, I told Dave, I was like, I would rather sit back and have somebody pull on my eyelashes than watch him be oh somebody's love interest. Because Yikes. he... It's the it's the overacting for me. Like he's such an anim he has such an animated face. Yes. That it's like it goes into camp. It I you know, I can't take it seriously. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Um, I was just waiting for him to bust out into an impression at every or turn. Laugh. At or every laugh. Turn. Yeah. It looked like he was going to laugh at every turn <laughs> or something, you know? And yeah. maybe that's because I watched him on SNL. I don't know. No, but. for sure. Again, I think he's this is his attempt to kind of break out of that mold. You know, we have a lot yes. of comedic actors who go this route and try yeah. some different things. I'm not sure romantic lead. Maybe he should try the drama first. Because mm. romantic lead, even though it seems simple, it's not. Because, you know, we're looking for love. We're looking for vibes. But you know who had who knew the assignment? Caleb, Caleb knew the assignment. Absolutely. But the the story, and we'll get, go further into it. The sir, the story, story didn't serve him as well as I hoped. Okay. 
well, thank you for your initial thoughts. And I will say to move forward, it was not Erica's night. Because even after this whole unfortunate thing of her not getting her big break, girl, she's also reminded of a broken engagement we find out about uh, to start the film. Because there was a street performer singing a rendition of Alicia Keys' No One. That was going to be her wedding song to her fiance who basically left and moved to Charleston for another job. Delora, this is a question I don't even know the answer to. What was your wedding song? Oh, <laughs> oh! thank you so much for asking me. This is making me smile. Our wedding song was Come Away With Me by Nora Jones. Oh, that's a Come nice mood and vibe. Oh, mm-hmm. that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. No one didn't touch me as a wedding song. Not at all. You know? Not at all. Because the way Alicia screams in that song just takes me out of what she's yeah. actually saying. Yeah. Granted, later they talk about using Diamonds by Rihanna. And I was like, that's not a wedding song either. It is not. What You'd be better off about? singing um, the Beyonce one plus one you know what exactly. I mean exactly like- <laughs> a Beyonce song is on my list if I ever walk down the aisle Ave Maria is one that I think I would absolutely walk down the mm, aisle to I think that's yeah. beautiful Amber once again proved film sidekicks are unspoken MVPs because she scored Erica oh, yeah. a gig as a singer at a beautiful resort Mauritius as we've already mentioned but you know what killed me when she first arrived Laura this chick was wearing Tim's who wears very New York to very New York an exotic island resort that is so New York it is I follow a lot of New Yorkers and they take uh, especially you know black or afro latina latinas they take pride in like yo I'm from the Bronx and let me get my NYC cap in my Tim's, you know. <laughs> and I totally get it, but wheat Tim's have their place. And I have, sure a, in, Tim's. In the yes, I have about five pair of Tim's. Yes, I have about five pair of Tim's in my closet that have not been broken out. Why? Because I live in Florida and I refuse to be walking around wearing some Tim's in Florida. But do you, Erica, do you? Just my little thing. Anyway, a little snag in this gig, Delora. Erica was not aware that she was going to have to sing at weddings. Dum, dum, dum. Mm-hmm. That first wedding that she had a just a full meltdown as she was singing absolutely reminded me of Adam Sandler on The Wedding Singer. It cracked mm. me up. Delora, would you have fired her after this? Oh, absolutely. Um, I I was surprised that the lady, the manager came off so much as a hard ass, allowed her to keep her job, frankly, exactly. um, because I actually didn't find it funny. Her. Oh, I was cracking I, because up. For me, I'm watching this and I'm like, when are they going to cut this? It's still going. Why is this still going? You know, secondhand embarrassment. That's what I got. <laughs> I cracked up both times I watched it. I think it was the physicality, the way that she was doing everything, dropping to the floor. And then mm-hmm. you just see everybody, you mm-hmm. see the one chicken audience, like, like, are, is she for real? You see the bride looking around, like, this has to be a joke. Like, y'all cannot yes. really have this chick up here singing like this. So yes. I would have fired her too, though, because ain't no way. I cannot imagine that, that that couple would not have written a horrible review, that they would not have asked for a full refund. You're messing she with our money. should have been like Simone Biles and be like, you know what? I can't, I cannot complete my the way task. I need to. Yes. And therefore I'm going to drop out and tag in my team because she did not deliver. 
at all. It was bad. It was horrible. Just as Erica ends up finding her stride, though, and enjoying island life, she nearly drowns trying to save a stranger. And this is when she is rescued and we first catch our glimpse of the beautiful Caleb. He is ex-military special forces and he is at the resort for his brother's wedding. Can you believe the man drowning was most concerned about his camera and started filming for IG, basically? I knew he was an idiot and I knew she was going to go out there and he was going to do something stupid, which he did. Like sometimes I'm not saying don't help anybody, but the way he was like, help, help. And still frailing when she was right there, almost knocking her out. I mean, he could, he would have killed them both. It was like, I got PTSD yes. and I've never yes. even almost drowned. It was so scary to me. Like, hold on. Because you know, there's people really like that. Like they panic. And so when you're trying to help them, they yes. kill you too. Yes. My God. Thank God for Caleb's fine ass. Okay. Erica played it real cool with Caleb though. He asked her for a little, you want to go for a little drink? And she was like, I'm sure it's a tiny resort. I'm sure you'll find me. Girl, would you have gone for that drink? Oh, absolutely. Why would I, why would I play it cool with someone who looked like that? <laughs> like, Same. what? Same. No, I would have had to control myself and not spend the entire day with him, (laughs) but we can get a drinky drink. It's okay. (laughs) Now, see, the bad thing about me is, is that he would have gotten me a very unfiltered version of me immediately. Because when you start to get put a little liquor in my system, woo, child, I don't know. I'm not a big drinker, especially with uh, Stranger Danger, but fine, you know, he is fine. So I give him the benefit of the doubt. (laughs) I might have got a little loose lipped. I don't know what would have happened, but I definitely would have gone for that drink because ain't no way. I would have been like, this is God. Like, you don't see a man. You don't find a man. That looks like this, that just rescues you from drowning. Available. (laughs) Ex fiance, who? Like, y'all are playing. First of all, her ex fiance couldn't light a candle to him. To his brother, because that's what we're about to get to. So, unfortunately, turns out that the brother's wedding Caleb is at is the wedding of her ex fiance, Jason. His military work truly kept him busy, Delora, because somehow, even though she dated this man for four and a half years, she never met him. She never met Mm. Caleb before. So Jason decides to lie to his fiance Beverly and her sister about Erica. Mentioned she's just a friend from New York. Turns out mm-hmm. his fiance was the first person he met when he moved to Charleston a year prior for that VP job. Mm. He had walked out a month before the wedding. Ouch. Would you have played along if you were Erica? I don't believe in lying, so probably not. No. <laughs> why why would I lie for him why and I know um you know the whole point of movies like this is the hijinks of it all like the big lie exactly you can't get caught Have so to I build get a plot. yeah of course I get it but um I don't know. I have to say the timeline was kind of confusing for me though uh, watching it uh, even the second time because I was like so how long were they broken up? Because a how year. long? So because their relationship was only about a year, correct? Yes. That's why she mm. was like, oh, you only have been down in Charleston for a year. You engaged already and y'all didn't already planned a wedding and now y'all here get married? Okay. That's a lot. That's a lot. Well, yeah. 
I think I would have been so taken off guard that I may not have said anything initially because I just would have been so overwhelmed by the reality of like what's unfolding. I may have been a little paralyzed in the moment, but I don't know if I would have played along as for as long as Erica does, because to your point, yeah. why? Like, I don't owe you anything. You walked out, you dipped a month yes. before the wedding. So I might've been a woman scorned and been very upset and really handled this in a way that would have hurt you and blow up, blew up your life potentially why wasn't his fiance suspicious enough of her though That's they my made question. her very up in the clouds in that regard too because I definitely mm-hmm. felt like the way we saw it as an audience you felt those vibes she she basically played into certain things during conversations to like make you suspicious of what their real dynamic is and yet mm-hmm. this woman Beverly is an intelligent woman but y'all never have her for a second question like so how did you meet Erica and how do you really know her and what type of friendship did y'all have because even if she was just a little f buddy like I don't want her around you know what I mean so yeah they did not make Beverly very inquisitive well to to bring up Carlton's point from our microdose from last week Ashley you know how much of that information do you want from your significant other I'm gonna need to know if you on Carl, if you're if you're doing the things that Carlton was into for sure. I think there's a level of disclosure, but I think that also depends because if you guys both establish that hey, our past is off limits, we don't want to talk about that, we don't bro- want to broach that. That's one thing, but there's also people who knowingly omit. And that's not an agreement mm-hmm. that we have, right? So yeah. if I'm asking you questions and I want to know about your past and you're lying to me about it because in this case mm-hmm. this is a flat-out lie mm-hmm. this is a it is. lie to this it woman's is. face yeah I think my big my biggest rule is honestly like don't have me looking like boo-boo the fool exactly. if you have seen this person naked you know what I mean like no thank you no thank yeah. you yeah yeah especially when we're me. at this point this is our wedding we, we we're here to get married and this is your ex-fiance who I've never heard about but anyway Erica does decide to keep this secret and she even decides to join them in some group activities like breakfast and a hike where she ended up having to rescue Jason from the his most. paralyzing fear of heights on a rope bridge. I put in my nose, Jason is better than me even for the attempt. I do not do heights, but I would have done it. I definitely would have done it. I mm-mm, mm-mm. And you know what I put in my notes for that section, Ashley? It's a, uh, I'm paraphrasing Winston Churchill. When okay. you are going through hell, keep going. Essentially, don't stop. Like, if you're in hell, don't. Oh, yeah. Don't I mean, I definitely wouldn't have stopped on the bridge. Like, that's not, if I'm crossing, I'm going to get across this. It's funny because both uh, Caleb's character, his, the actor who plays Caleb, mm-hmm. said he sprinted across it because he was afraid. And then Christina Milian said, I only went about 30% out and then I came back because I don't do heights. I would have been Christina. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to give y'all y'all shots so y'all can CGI my face. And Gorgeous then, though. And then I, had to feel, I had to feel really safe, but I would do it. I think I would absolutely be scared though, but I would I, I would take in these sites for sure. I, I think the worst spot that, of yeah. that bridge, honestly, would be the middle. Absolutely. I'm happy to hear that for you. I'm you you live that dream for both of us. I'm gonna stay right on this side. You know I want to jump out of plane, right? No. Nope. Yeah, nope. that's a goal. It's on the list. Bucket okay. List. I have a few friends who have done the skydiving thing. Maybe I'll be like Will Smith and I'll do that a little closer to death when I'm a little bit older. I got y'all. 
All right. But the, the, the terrible thing for us to realize, and obviously for Beverly, is it seemed like because Christina had to go out and save this man, some feelings started getting a little rekindled. It seemed like he was questioning whether or not breaking up with Christina was the right thing. So let's talk about Beverly. What were your thoughts on Jason's fiance? Were you impressed? She had dreams of running for Congress. She works in policy development for the city council in Charleston. She was Miss Charleston. What'd you think of Beverly? I thought she was well acted by um, the lovely actress. I feel like I know Black women like her. You know what I mean? Um, very smart, very loving, very, um, you know, open. The way she was open to Christina Milian's character and inviting her to things because, you know, she wanted her fiance to have a taste of home being, you know, from New York. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, I, I, I just thought she was a little too trusting, obviously, and um, oblivious to the googly eyes that were being had behind her back. <laughs> In some cases, it wasn't behind her back, but mm-hmm. overall, I just feel like Honestly, she felt a little bit like a prop in some ways to me, uh, if I'm being 100% honest. I think they made her a little bit more textured than I initially thought. Because like when they first had her come out in her first scene, I was like, so she's about to just be like a black Southern bale debutante type of chick. Yes. Like she's not going to have much you know, substance. Just had an epiphany. I think they were trying to make her like Cameron Diaz from My Best Friend's wedding so there is an ode to my best friend's wedding to end this movie that i'm absolutely going to get to and i agree i think she's very much that sweet trusting why wouldn't i trust the man who i'm about to marry if he says this is just a friend type of woman and i know Mm -hmm. those women as well and i love those women i think you should Mm -hmm. hold that golden pure heart inside Mm -hmm. because we need you guys in this world it's a dark place sometimes but it is (laughs) I think think because of the way that they position Beverly and because of like the conversation she has with Erica and the way she comes across, I rooted for her more than I rooted for anybody else in the cast. Like I wanted Beverly Beverly to win. I was like, if y'all fuck around on Beverly, I'm turning this movie off. Like, cause I started to feel some type Mm. of way because she just Mm -hmm. was such a, such a wonderful, sweet person. That's the way she came across. So mm-hmm. Caleb was still digging Erica, even though she was with Jason for four and a half years. We see him throughout the film popping up on her every chance this man had. Should Caleb have backed off once he realized Erica was that Erica? That's his brother. That's his brother's girl. Yeah, his girl. That's true. Um, I don't know, because this is where the story, this is why it also got a C minus. I felt like, this I wasn't that invested in the story because I didn't like how the story went (laughs) if that makes any sense it's like you know it would have been different if the story was oh my goodness I'm falling in love with this girl and this is my brother's ex but my brother's not concerned with his ex like the brother was very much still a player in in this um in this love story so that's where I became uncomfortable and in some ways, I kind of wanted him to say, still like her just because he's available. Jay Farrell's character is not available, so he shouldn't feel guilty for, you know, digging this chick. Absolutely, he's available. But at the same time, it bothered me that they did make it his brother because that dynamic 
it was fuzzy. Like I'm not usually a fan of, mm-hmm. you know, you, even we talked about this with sex life with girl, the dynamic between code. the friends. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think you should pursue someone who someone that you're close to had a significant relationship with love and then we also have the sibling rivalry dynamic between Jason and Caleb you know so that makes it even more like Jason feels like he's lived in his brother's shadow and now you're gonna come after my ex yeah that's a major pain point for sure yes so you know but for the sake of the story I I fell into okay this fine man likes this beautiful woman so let's hope that they can make it or something like I was gonna say did it make me not want them to get together it did not like again I say it was fuzzy and I know that in real life it would probably bother me but for the sake of this movie Caleb is fine so girl girl you better she was so blinded by her feelings for you know, I keep calling him Jay. His <laughs> well, I also think was, it's respect. I also think it's a matter yeah. of respect because think about how mm-hmm. many movies we watch where people don't care, right? They don't care that this is that, that somebody I, I was with's brother. I'm going to hop in the bed with them and we're going to do what we're going to do. In this movie, mm-hmm. I felt like at least they waited until there was a resolution before they let those characters move forward. And I appreciated yeah. that level of yeah. respect, you know? Yeah. Ooh, this interesting love triangle kind of cracks me up considering their producers alicia Keys. (laughs) and i still feel so alicia Keys shocked me with the way that her love life unfolded with swiss beats they just celebrated their what 11th wedding anniversary they're in the teens and the way the shade room comments are undefeated (laughs) the comments were Sometimes your soulmate is another woman's man. Yeah, stop, stop, stop it. Stop it. Y'all trifling. <laughs> Y'all are so trifling. Go get him, sis. This Go is, get him. This, this goes back to Portia on Real Housewives. I don't want somebody's husband. I want your husband. Ooh. I want your husband, sis. So, you know, y'all Ooh. trifling. I anyway. I, can, I could not not. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's second thoughts about leaving Erica led to multiple attempted meetups and an almost kiss at Beverly's Bachelorette, which of course Erica attended. Beverly has some pipes, though. I wasn't ready. <laughs> I hate that song. <laughs> I don't. It, the girl can sing. That's what shocked she can. me. Yeah, most people like her. Can they are like not most people I like her? <laughs> no, no, no. But you know the. The, the the southern belle right you know she's beautiful she's stylish she's educated she can cook she, she can wants clean. to be your wife she's traditional and she don't get that ring yeah you know what i mean yeah very um like reese witherspoon Shout out to everybody who picked up what i just did there <laughs> all right when jason's parents arrive who beverly had never met his mother put on a show. Was it child abuse, Laura, that she used his body as a shawl on picnics? Oh my gosh. I didn't understand that <laughs> at all. At all. Naomi but was a trip. It also was a red flag because mama's boys are not it. <laughs> They're just not it when it comes to relationships. It's like, at the I end concur. of the day, keep them, sis. Keep them. If you're going to make this a competition, 
which it should not be. I think in this case, at least he didn't feed into it. You know, that's the difference between the real mama's that's boys. True. They're like, you know, sure, mom. Yes, mom. Da, da, da. And you saw Jason kind of fighting against that. But she was entertaining as hell. And I appreciated them sure was. putting her uh, craziness uh, into the film because it was definitely entertaining to watch. Sensing the second thoughts and his own feelings, Caleb popped up at Erica's the night before the wedding. Do you think ultimately mm. that Caleb's interference and presence throughout the film saved Jason and Erica from making a mistake? Absolutely. Absolutely. I was really grossed out over them trying to meet up every few minutes because again, it's me. I never was rooting for them, you know, to rekindle their relationship. I was always rooting for him to marry Beverly, the girl he said he was going to marry. (laughs) I, I, I never really, I can't say I didn't understand Christina Milian's character's intentions necessarily because obviously I think she's just playing into what she knew but I'm like she really was sitting up meeting up with this guy that left her when his finance brother is literally literally right there I'm like love does not always make sense from this coma wake up love clearly does not always make sense and, and again, I, I'll say this too, and I didn't say this clearly the first time, but I don't like it when people go from one brother to another. I, I don't think that's a good look either. You know what I mean? I love Vampire but, Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> but again, for the sake of this particular story, and as you mentioned, the abs, Caleb, <laughs> I'm willing for sis to do whatever she needs to do, you know, yeah. to have a happy ending. <laughs> Delora, we are so um, superficial that we're letting the beauty of this man block all of our good sense, but it's okay. Cause he is fine. I signed up, you know, like every avid, we're, we're pop culture commentators, right? We know what it's like to be immersed into the experience that this you know the worlds we go into through our shows and our freaking movies i.e game of thrones rooting for khaleesi and john snow to be together you know that's his auntie even though that was his fucking auntie <laughs> okay like, they did not have to say that during the scene they were actually finally getting together either that girl, was so upsetting that was so upsetting GOT like, fans where y'all went let let them just let us just have that romance before it's completely you know blown up in our face that would have been more impactful actually because you know granted they didn't have really great chemistry let's keep it one I always wanted them to be together but when they finally got together no chemistry but um I digress what I'm trying to say is for the sake of this particular world (laughs) we went into yes I, I again I don't agree with you know, because I, I think it looks good, bad on the girl when she goes from one brother to another. You know what I mean? It's not a good look. And it's also it's just, not. it's not healthy necessarily unless there's extenuating circumstances and somehow everybody resolves that this is okay and it's in the best interest because then it's messy. The of the fall. You got you got his mama looking at you <laughs> sideways like, oh, you mess, with, you mess with both my sons. Okay, like, can you imagine Naomi? Like, Naomi is going to be talking shit about you for the rest of your life. It's Forever. a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. 
But again, we I'm with you. It's this is great for me because you know it's not as black and white as some of my previous comments about love or relationships because he's just so fun. All right. Unfortunately, on the day of the wedding, Jason's mom sees Erica and spills the beans on who Erica really is. Beverly bolts with Laura. Drop the ball with that. Her sister did what I've always waited for. She chased after Erica's ass to beat her down. Period. The realest sister out on the block. Like any good rom-com though, this is all resolved with a nice little chat between Erica and Beverly in the resort van <laughs> and a beachside no wedding. Hands. <laughs> <laughs> no hands were, were felt, maybe a tackle, you know, but she survived. Uh, and a beachside wedding between Beverly and Jason. So here's my best friend's wedding reference. Yet another rom-com reference when Erica gifted the couple the wedding song she'd wanted, No One by Alicia Keys. If y'all remember, Julia Roberts did that same ish at the end of my best friend's wedding. Caleb and Erica finally get together as well in the end. But Laura, will they last? Because is he going to move to New York? We saw that, you know, Erica was so gung-ho while staying in New York about her career. She wasn't mm-hmm. moving to Charleston. So is is this going to work out or are we just, we just going to let that be a cute little memory in Mauritius? Ashley, I honestly don't want to think that hard about this movie. <laughs> Girl, I don't know. Because, okay, so now that you reached the end, here are my thoughts. Caleb was too fine not to have enough to do in this in this particular movie i felt like they spent so much time her exchanging googly eyes with Farrell, and i was so not invested in it i i feel like i was robbed from the the chemistry and that tension that she could have had with caleb to you know to give us more of a signal that okay he's the guy that she's gonna be with if that makes any sense you know I get it I just feel like it just went from uh her looking forward to Jay coming to her door and it was him to them having a fun night and then her still running after Jay saying oh well you know it's okay to like jumping on him at the end of the song I I I wanted more of a (laughs) build-up And I didn't get it. I did not get it, Ashley. She hit him with that. She hit him with that bachelor jump up. You know how whenever they on the bachelor, they gotta hop up into the man's arms. Oh yeah. And don't get me wrong, that was sexy. You know, that was hot. And they look good together, obviously. But you know, it's the it's it's that 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 buildup that we talk about, that you know, exchanging glances from across the room, you know slightly touching hands you know that that yeah beautiful that beautiful like you know butterfly was a little shallow for you in terms of the love extremely shallow and I I I felt like she spent too much time with a man who did not know how to act Yeah, like I said, if it, I agree. I think if they had cast somebody else instead of Jay Farrell in that role, it probably wouldn't have been a little more weighted. It may have been a little meatier. But at the end of the day, you know how we talk about, oh, we've done certain bubblegum TV like Emily in Paris. This is cotton candy film because it Girl. dissolves in your mouth and I forget all about it. Like, I'm not going to remember Period. this movie in a week, but it was super I'm surprised cute. you wanted to recap it. <laughs> well, 
episode dies what we were going to recap initially it's just a little bit heavier not super heavy but just you know some information some facts out there we'll we're going to get to it but i was like hey it's still summertime this just dropped why not talk about it's something like a little light and fluffy right little light and fluffy again it is it's just like we do bubblegum tv this is cotton candy film okay absolutely absolutely my final thoughts though first of all shout out to erica's island hairstylist because those ponytails were the bomb <laughs> i yes. don't know who yes, whipped yes, up yes, that yes. ice dream a genie and the one really long one with the like um uh, attachments but i'm here for it and i'm gonna recreate some of those eventually mm-hmm. um but i was left with a question and this is deep for as i just mentioned cotton candy film but do you need do you have to need someone to really make a relationship work because i feel like they kept mm. i feel like they kept kind of coming back to that in terms of why his relationship with Erica didn't work versus his relationship with Beverly Jason's because she's like this was my dream and Erica's like marrying him was never my dream and I didn't need him and I should have needed him Delora you're the married one what do you think about that idea of your husband needing to be or at least a family dynamic needs to be your dream and needing someone to really make the relationship work I believe in a marriage or in a successful long-term relationship that you need two independent individuals. I feel like when you start the conversation of needing people, you kind of, you kind of rabbit hole into codependency. And I think that's a dangerous, toxic place to be in a relationship. I feel like he, I would expect him to have respected her wanting a career mm-hmm. and understanding that this is everything we do in life are chapters that's just a chapter in her life so in this particular chapter she's not home as much as she would be in another chapter you know what I mean it's like it's kind of like that conversation of having it all but just not having it all at the same time yeah it was a a little disappointing to me that they included that because I felt like they wanted to present Beverly as this empowered woman who had a man who was going to support her. And yet I still Mm -hmm. feel like you're falling back into like traditional tropes of trying to say that this man though was her dream, her real dream. And, you know, not to say that I do not value and respect the opinions of for sure women who want to, you know, be stay at home and, and be a family structure and make that be their priority in life. But I think there's room for both. And I think that in terms of Christina Milian, Mm-hmm. I think what their relationship came down to was a lack of communication because you're telling me mm-hmm. neither one of y'all talked about the issues y'all were having. You just got up and dipped one day and was mm-hmm. never to be seen again. Like that's a communication issue. You could have told her, hey, I feel like you're working a lot. Do you, or do you still want to be in this? Because remember, even at the end, Christina's like, if you hadn't caught up the wedding, honestly, I probably would have. So let's be honest and let's be clear about mm-hmm. where we're at and what we're doing and not make it seem like, oh, you didn't need me. I'm a man and you didn't need me. And that's the central Mm -hmm. reason why our relationship didn't work out. So I was a little bit disappointed in that. But again, that's me getting real deep on on some cotton candy film. But I appreciate your wisdom as always, Delora, because I take these gems (laughs) with me in my life. Okay. All right. And speaking of your wisdom, (laughs) speaking of gems, honey, it's time for hidden gems. So hit me with your hidden gems this week. All right, Ashley, I have two this week. So my first hidden gem is 
an ill-fated series. It literally only had one season. It was on the CW. It's called Life Sentence. It mm. came out in 2018. It has about 13 episodes. It's kind of, it's a dramedy, you know, it's starring Lacey Hale, you know her from Pretty Little Liars. And essentially, it's about a young woman who was battling aggressive cancer. She, everything that she did was essentially gearing up for her death. So her family was very protective. She managed to find the love of her life. And, um, you know, he was protecting her and taking care of her. And she finds out that she's miraculously been cured. And so she essentially finds out that her entire family has been lying to her about so many things. And the show, so much so that the parents are actually split up. The mom is now um, bisexual and is in love with her best friend, even though her parents were posing to be married. This is first episode. Okay. And, you know, essentially her whole family was there for her all those years fighting cancer. And now it's like, what do you do when you actually can live life? Right. And again, uncovering all the lies and, and some of the lies are very hilarious. Um, but I'm invested, you know, you have this very handsome actor named Elliot Knight, who plays her husband, who's a British dude. And then even her brother, who comes off as um, an irresponsible uh, drug dealer, <laughs> played by Jason Blair. They, it has a lot of heart and it's, it's everything that I love from these type of shows that come on CW, you know what I mean? And Although it's only one season is quite entertaining and I'm watching it on Netflix. All right. And in my second hidden gem, it is a podcast by the New York Times, the daily podcast. This particular episode is called the story of Simone Biles. It came out July 30th. It's 27 minutes. It is so good. It really gives you the history of her dominance, right? So who she was before she became Simone Biles and who she is now, you know, competing at um, the her second Olympics in Tokyo. The episode did air before she actually performed her beam, but essentially they were talking about all the things that she had to overcome in her life from dealing with a a mother who was addicted, having to be adopted by her grandparents. Mind you, she had to be adopted by her grandparents because her mom wasn't feeding them and they were in foster Mm. care. Mm. And then having natural ability and being a superstar. And in the midst of all that, being a victim of sexual abuse and not being protected by the entity U.S. Gymnastics. I I think they did a really great job giving you context of Simone and how much she accomplished. And it kind of puts a lot of the naysayers to rest, in my opinion, in terms of this, like, if she was able to overcome all those things, I think you need to give her a freaking break. (laughs) 
and still have such a beautiful smile all the time. Exactly. And so much grace, so much grace. And, you know, to what I was saying in our hot topics from last week, Ashley, it's like, can we just give, can we give women who have proven themselves already grace, empathy, the benefit of the doubt instead of just berating her? Especially with sports, people go so hard. These are humans. These are humans. Yeah. And that's it, Ashley. Thank you. All right. I have two as well this week, Delora. My first one, you can tell I was definitely in a very silly film mood because my first one is Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. This is on. Girl, you watch that, man? Girl, it is ridiculous, but I so enjoyed it because it was just the mood I was in one afternoon. It's on Hulu. Guys, it is this ridiculous comedy starring Kristen Wiig. Um, Jamie Dornan is in it from, you know, Fifty Shades. It was so refreshing to see him kind of being really silly. Like he has this whole... Um, dance number that he does by himself. I mean, it was just, it was over the top, but I loved it. Kristen Wiig also serves double duty as two characters. I just basically said it's light and ludicrous. So if you're in the mood for anything that is super goofy humor with some nice little backdrops, they do take a little trip to Florida, which is Vista Del Mar. Um, Check this out on Hulu. My second, Lux Listings Sydney on Amazon. Oh, I live for a good real estate show. You sure do. I came for the real estate and I stayed for Delene. Two agents star, it's Delene and Gavin, and one buyer, his name is Simon, of all Mm. the real estate shows I've watched, this is the first time that I got to see real estate auctions, which was fascinating. They Mm. still have a lot of over-the-top extravagance of like selling Sunset because, you know, there's millionaires, billionaires, all of that that are purchasing these homes. But it was just a bit more competitive because you had like... Gavin throwing shots at Deline the whole uh, show. You had Simon. He tries to lowball everybody. Even though he's friends with everybody, he comes in very competitively as a buyer for his clients. It was just it was just like a, a different energy of the cast, I guess I should say. Um, but I really enjoyed it. And I love seeing the real estate in Sydney, Australia. Like, it was dope. Very much like one of the clients referred to it as like birdhouse living because it's very stacked. Like it's hmm. it's interesting on like the coast, how their mm-hmm. their designs are. But I'm here for it because again, I love real estate, I love architecture. Just watching it was luxe and beautiful. So Lux Listing Sydney, I cannot wait for season two. That was only season one. And those hmm. are my two hidden gems for this week, Delora. So guys. We're done for today, but guess what? We'll be back with another episode dropping on Thursday. Hot topics. We'll see what goes on this week that we feel like we need to spill a little tea and talk a little shit about. So, Mm -hmm. Delora, what else you got for the people before we get out of here? Thank you so much for listening to our podcast. Please check out our previous podcast. Keep an eye out for two each week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And we love you. Thank you. Guys, remember, follow us on all the things. Tell your family, tell your friends. We want to spread the word. Please give us a shout out on anything, any type of social media. And we will see you next time. Bye.